0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Fantastic, the show where we look at new, upcoming, and sometimes classic films and recast them with the best and brightest actors working today. And this time we're going with a classic film, one of the greatest caper movies of all time, mm-hmm. Reservoir Dogs. Yes. And I have been looking since we talked about this last week and uh, no one seems to know why this movie is called Reservoir Dogs. There are, <laughs> I was
1: very curious about that.
0: <laughs> there are only theories. Quentin Tarantino has never said, but there's a, a legend that... Let's see. The title first came to Quentin when visiting a production company and noticing that they had a pile of unsolicited scripts under the label Reservoir Dogs. All those scripts huh. were fighting with each other for attention as dogs trapped in a reservoir
1: tank. Interesting.
0: There's another uh, theory that uh, it comes from the great size of rats that live in and around reservoirs, um, and this movie is about a rat that you know. Oh, I was
1: going to say, how does that?
0: Well, they're <laughs> they're like they're so big they're like dogs, right? Right. So yeah
1: i don't know i think both of those feel a little shaky um yeah. so i'm I don't not know. buying either of those i'm sure i'm sure he i mean obviously he has his reasons he's quentin yeah. tarantino it's probably an anagram and he just didn't tell anybody probably
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. not stick. So I have two lists for Reservoir Dogs, okay, um, and but both both lists have one thing in common, and then they're they're very different otherwise. Um, and here's the one thing in common: I, I I went a little deep in the trenches on this one, um, because Reservoir Dogs has a very specific cast. I mean, for right. a debut film, he got major talent. Yep. Um, to do this movie and so what i did is i looked up how old each of the actors that we're casting was at the time of filming yeah reservoir dogs and then i restricted myself to actors who would be the same age if you made reservoir dogs today right as each of those characters with one exception which is uh mr blonde Okay. Mr. Blonde and Mr. Pink are the same age. They're both 35. Steve Buscemi oh. and Michael Madsen were both 35 when that hmm. uh, movie was made. But uh, Mr. Blonde always struck me as a little bit older. Yeah. So I went with a car- with an actor who was 39 instead okay. of 35 just because I wanted him to have that feeling. It's slightly older than Mr. Pink. Yeah. But the first cast list that I have is... Uh, is one that I feel like is cohesive. Like I can imagine all these guys in a movie together. Right. And then the second one is casting each character in a vacuum. Where they don't have to make sense with each other. This is just who I am. In- when I think of this character in the modern day. Yeah. This is who I picture. Even though I don't think this cast is
1: cohesive at all. Right. Um, so. And that's, that's kind of the approach that I took. Because... I mean, in a sense, the, the movie is about this group of random guys. And the mm-hmm. point is, they're random guys on a jewelry heist who aren't supposed to know each other so that, you know, the job can be smooth. There can't be any crazy history and that kind of stuff that gets in the way. And they all go about their separate ways after everything is done. And they've all come from different backgrounds, different places. And they all go their different ways when everything is done. Right. And so that's kind of the approach that I took to this. And honestly, when I sit here and I I look at it, you know, I think, man, what would the chemistry be like between these two? Because I just, I don't know, I can't really... I can't really see it, but I took each one and I cast each one without any consideration of another one, just based on the characters alone. So it might be that the group doesn't work well together, but that might kind of be the point of the film in sure. one sense too.
0: Sure. All right. Since I have, since I have two, I think uh, it makes sense is I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. Um, and then you go. And then if we have time, we'll do my second one. Yeah. Um, I can just bust through it really quickly. Um, so, this is the cast. This is the cohesive cast. All these guys in a movie together. Awesome.
1: Fantastic.
0: Um, so, Mr. White, uh, who uh, would be born in 1967, according to the age uh, Harvey Keitel was at the time. Um, if we made the movie today, he would have to be born in sixty seven. Uh, is Mark Ruffalo, hmm. Mr. White, is as close as this movie gets to having a moral center. Mm-hmm. Um, he defends the kid who's dying. He is upset when um, Mr. Blonde goes crazy in the the jewelry store. Um, he's he's the 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 good thief, quote unquote. And, uh, and as you said in uh, a fan cast um, that, uh, that you did for Titanic, was that the one um, where you mm-hmm. had Mark Ruffalo? Yep. Um, that when you think of just like a, a good upstanding guy, mm-hmm. um, that's who you think of. And, uh, and I think we've seen in a couple of roles Mark Ruffalo can also get down and dirty Right. Um so I think we're bringing those two energies together mm-hmm. when you bring Mark Ruffalo into this role. Um for Mr. Orange, uh I have Daniel Kaluuya, okay? And uh and the reason I have him is because Mr. Orange is uh first of all he's got to be um an undercover actor that's a big part of uh of the not not just being an undercover cop but the narrative of the film actually talks about how you have to be like oscar level actor uh in order to pull off being undercover he has to learn the story and be able to pull it off and a lot of that reminded me of daniel kaluuya's performance in get out um Mm -hmm. how seamlessly he was american even though he's actually british he Right. Like I didn't know he was British, his, his, not just his accent, but his, his mannerism and his posture, everything about the way he carried himself and he interacted with people was very much a black American. And so I think everything that goes in with that code switching and, and all of that, that sort of stuff um just really gives me faith in Daniel Kouya's ability to, to pull off the undercover cop aspect of that character yeah mr blonde uh i actually went with a blonde person oh i went with stephen amell okay i think stephen Hmm. amell has crazy eyes um he's played arrow who's a fairly stoic character for the last several years on television but behind his eyes is a genuine psychopath and Um, and I don't think we've gotten to see him cut loose and do that too much uh, in his movie roles thus far. So I would really like to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Pink, I went with Dave Franco. Okay. Born in 1985. Dave Franco seems like Mr. Pink is is thin steve buscemi's very thin Mm -hmm. uh dave franco's not that thin but he's short um but he seems to me like the smaller guy getting between the two larger personalities trying to keep things professional um i could see dave franco doing that okay mr blue has two lines in the whole movie right um and one of them is when mr pink is talking about Ha- how he doesn't tip, um, because the waitress wasn't anything special, and Mister Blue says, "Well, what's special? She takes you in the back and blows you." And I feel like that's that's all you have to that's all you have to have an impression of Mister Blue. That's right. his whole character. Everything you know about him is based on his delivery of that line. Uh, so I went with a Quentin Tarantino uh alum uh for this. I went with Eric Stoltz. Okay. Um he's he's flippant, he's uh kind of wow, stoltz is the same age as the guy
1: that played Mr. Blue in Reservoir Dogs.
0: Yeah, Eric Stoltz was born in 1961. Um, so he's wow. fifty-nine. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. That's wild. I know. But uh, so but yeah. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> I'm just fine. blown away by that. I know. <laughs> We're all getting older. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I think I think he he could bring a lot to that one line, mm-hmm. um, and I think it'd be fun to see a, a Tarantino alum in that small role. Sure. Um, and then Mr. Brown, um, who again, I don't know if "Like a Virgin" is the song that they would analyze and how it's actually about a dude with a big wang, um, <laughs> right? But but he's got to be able to talk about the intricacies of music and lyrical interpretation in a way that's both somehow deep and stupid at the same time. Right. Um, so I went with O'Shea Jackson Jr. Who is Ice Cube's son. Yeah. Um, I just, I just can see him sort of waxing poetic about that. Um, coming off brash and confident and everyone is like, what is this guy talking about? Sure. Um, um, He's he's the he's the youngest guy on the crew. He's got a lot of bravado, um, so that makes sense to me. Um, for Joe Joe Cabot, I went with Jonathan Banks of um, Breaking Bad fame. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he's just got uh, a a a gangster mob boss kind of face, yeah. Um, and uh, and so I think he could do that well, and he seems pretty authoritative. Right. And then Nice Guy Eddie is the only guy who crosses both uh both casts because when I was looking up uh he would be born in nineteen ninety three. He's the youngest person in the cast, twenty seven. Oh, okay. Um I did realize and, Nice Guy Eddie was that young. Yeah. Uh Sean uh not Sean Penn. Um <laughs> the other uh, Penn. Chris Penn yeah. um was uh was twenty seven when they made that movie. Okay. But yeah, so uh, when I saw, I looked up actors who were currently twenty seven, and I saw his face, and I was like, "Oh, look, it's nice guy Eddie." Um, <laughs> he just has a nice guy Eddie face, um, which is uh, Pete Davidson, okay, um, of SNL. Yeah, um, I just saw his face, and I'm like, "That guy's nice guy Eddie." Hmm. Um, I don't yeah, know nice what nice guy Eddie face. Yeah, I don't know what exactly it is about his face. But he just—he has the face of the disappointing son of a mob boss. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. Uh, Yeah, and that's uh, a great way to put it. (laughs) And uh, and so he's my nice guy Eddie. So uh, (laughs) I've got Mark Ruffalo for Mister White, Daniel Kaluuya for Mister Orange, Stephen Amell for Mister Blonde, Dave Franco for Mister Pete, Mister Pink, uh, Mister Pete, (laughs) Mister Pete, Uh, Mister Pete. Uh, Eric Stoltz for Mr. Blue, O'Shea Jackson Jr. for Mr. Brown, Jonathan Banks for Joe Cabot, and Pete Davidson for Nice Guy Eddie.
1: Yeah, good. I, I like that. I I do think that would be very cohesive and and um, have very good chemistry between um, all those guys together. And actually, one of them I had considered for one of them. I actually wrote him in uh, for the same exact part, um, but ended up. Doing uh, going with somebody else instead. Well, I'm curious. So uh, so for my list, again, I just kind of went with the characters specifically and, and specific things um, about the characters. So again, it, it might not be terribly cohesive. In, in fact, it seems pretty... Uh, it almost seems pretty random. Um, but I, I think it could make it kind of fun because, again, I, I think that kind of adds to the um, the fun of that film is it's kind of supposed to be this random group of guys interacting together. Right. So, uh, for Mr. White, um, and I didn't pay too much attention to the, the ages, but I kind of like looking at that aspect. I tried to be a little bit considerate of that, obviously, um, just because each of those characters, you know, there's something specific to their characters about, um, their age almost. Um, but for Mister White, I went with Nikolai koster waldau Ooh, I I could he's I could see him being the again as you kind of put it, you know he's he's the empathetic character, but he he does the dirty work when it needs to be done and and that kind of stuff. I could see him doing a really good job in that role. I like that. For Mister Orange, I also went with uh, a black actor, a young black actor. Um, I went with, uh, John Boyega, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, you know, he's got the, the acting chops to kind of bring in the, um, the emotional element of when you first meet Mr. Orange and he's just bleeding to death in the backseat of a car. Um, but also you have the element of him as, you know, an undercover cop, um, going through you know the kind of stuff that he went through developing a story and this and that in order to be accepted into the gang into the group and and to be able to hold that secret the um you have the element of you know the the conflict in his in his mind and with his emotions with what happened when he got shot and that kind of stuff and um and then of course at the end bringing all of that um Kind of to a uh, culmination of, of what happens when, you know, they're all just coming together and he's waking up and shooting people and then, you know, all, all the stuff that happens at the end. I just think I could, John Boyega would do a really good job in that. Yeah. And I think it would also, um, he's, he's the only um, black actor that I casted and so i think it would add a, a little bit of an element to mr orange where he would definitely feel a little bit like the odd one out so it, it would have a little element where he where he really wants to feel you know accepted but there's something about him that's different than the rest of them even if it's just skin color and it's even kind of a su- subtle visual cue um
0: right. that and that maybe you know that you line up these six guys and you have to pull out which one of them is, is the cop. Um, you know, that there's one who physically looks different is, is kind of an interesting idea.
1: Yep. Yep. Definitely. So, um, so for Mr. Blonde, um, I, I was looking at kind of the silent stoic psychopath type. Um, and, um, I went with um, Alexander Skarsgård.
0: Yes, that is a good call. He
1: can be that very silent, stoic person, but he can also play the mm-hmm. the crazy psycho um, and do it well. And Mister Blonde is actually who I I, I thought of Stephen Amell mm. and uh, and had him written in, and decided to go with Alexander Skarsgård instead. That
0: blows my mind because Stephen Amell, I, to me, he felt like such a left field choice.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I think I told you this I don't think I've mentioned it since we've been recording, but I, I went to pretty obscure areas, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, for, for this list. And, um, and so if, if I would have left him on the list and you said his name for Mr. Blonde, I would have been blown away. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean, I was, I was already pretty pleasantly surprised to <laughs> see that we both went with him, but, um, but I decided to took the. Take the Skarsgård way. Those Scarsguards yeah. can just have that silent psychopath. Yeah, they all of them. They creepy family. Much. The Scarsguards and the Sarsguards. Mm, yeah. can all be weird and creepy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Um. So for Mister Pink, um. So I have two, comedian slash actors that I put on this list. Okay. And this is the first of them. And actually, I had a different. Um, comedian um, in this role for a long time before I decided to go with somebody different. And I'm not sure how how familiar you are, you are with this guy, but for Mr. Pink, I went with Chris D'Elia. Oh yeah, okay. Um, Has I, he I acted him anything? He, I think he's he's been a lot of um, like background roles and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't looked up his um, filmography. I don't actually remember seeing him in something, but it's. It's very possible that it's he's, kind of been, that he's been in something, right? Um, but you know, he's he's a funny guy, and I could really see him playing the Mister Pink role with kind of being the irritable um, yet very aware um, kind of person. You know, Mister Pink is the one who's always from the from the very beginning has had the notion that this that somebody ratted him out and. Um, as much as everybody tries to deny it, he really sticks with his guns on it. Well, at the same time, he's very mouthy and annoying. And <laughs> um, and his mouthy annoyingness um, was actually something that I thought Kevin Hart could do really well. Mm. But and, and I think if, if you gave him the role, he could still do it well. But I could only imagine him really hamming it up. Yeah. And so so I decided to, to go against that and go with Crystalia instead. But yeah, somebody who's who's irritable, who's mouthy, who's kind of annoying, um, yet very like ultra aware of everything that's going on, um, is is kind of what I uh, was thinking about with Chris D'Elia. Mm-hmm. Uh For Mister Blue, I went with the the background guy. As you said, he only has two very small lines <laughs> essentially in the film, and um, so I went with. The, the background guy who can play the background well for as long as he's in it and then just not be in the rest of the film. Um, but And yet still feel a part of the film. Um, and I went with Ben Foster. Mm. Significantly younger than the guy who played mm-hmm. um, Mr. Blue in the original. But um, I could just imagine just Ben Foster kind of sitting in the background and being there in those, those shots that pan from one guy to the next. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's such a character actor that you give him a role like that and he's going he's gonna to do it well even with those two lines and he's still going to have some kind of presence um, even though he's basically in the background the whole time.
0: I actually considered Ben Foster briefly for Mr. Blonde, but I decided he was too short.
1: Yep. Yeah, I thought about that too because he can play that, that psychopath really well as well. Um, For Mr. Brown, (laughs) this is my other um, comedian actor that I went with. Uh, For Mr. Brown, I went with Bobby Lee. (laughs) That's amazing. I went with Bobby Lee solely based on their discussion at the beginning. Yes. Of Madonna's Like a Virgin. Yep, I hear it. in And how how in-depth he goes into the explanation of it. While keeping some people intrigued and disturbed, yep, all at the same time, yep, and um, and Mr. White just being totally annoyed <laughs> by yep. the whole, by the whole discussion, yep. and um, and so uh, just based on that, that one discussion alone, I, I went with Bobby Lee. That's amazing, <laughs> and, and what would make me so happy.
0: This would be, this would almost have to be a different movie, but, or maybe like a spoof version of Reservoir Dogs, which would be if Bobby Lee shit himself in the middle of the story. Oh, he'll never live that down. No, he will not. (laughs) No, he will not. Certainly not with me. If I ever meet Bobby Lee, I'll be like, man, I love you so much. I can't believe you shit yourself on Hot Ones. Please don't do it right now. I won't even take a breath. (laughs) One continuous Uh, thought. (laughs) uh,
1: Yeah, that was hilarious and amazing and And disgusting. And that's a great, great choice. Yeah, thank you. So for for Joe, I went with... um, uh, I am might be saying his last name right. Holt McCallany, I think is how you say his last name. He's been a very background um, player for a long time, since the 90s. And he's one of the two main characters or main actors in Mindhunter, the show. Oh, yeah, 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 um, mm-hmm. yeah, he yeah, And he's Bill Tinch. Yep. I like him. Yeah, he's got that older. He's he's got the grit. He's got the physicality to be intimidating. Um, I was actually looking him up one time and saw um, in an interview that he was talking about how um, if he wasn't, if he didn't love acting so much, he would have been a boxer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. And so you know, he's he's got that physical presence. Um, that that Joe has, and um, and he can, I could just see him really being that that stern, get down to business kind of guy. And then for nice guy Eddie, pro it's, it's probably the least obscure pick um, on this list. Um, for nice guy Eddie, I went with Jonah Hill. Just yeah, sure again um, could could be the son of of Joe of Holt McCallany. Mm-hmm. And um and we've seen Jonah break out of the comedy roles and really flex his, his acting muscles mm-hmm. um in in other films and that kind of stuff. And I, I could see him taking on kind of the the serious and um maybe cautious kind of nature of of nice guy Eddie once they get into the predicament that that they're in um, you know he becomes very cautious and and very uh, aware of the fact that you know there could be something going on and Mm -hmm. and I could see Jonah taking that on and and doing something well with it so to revisit that uh, for Mr. White I have Nikolai Koster-Waldau for Mr. Orange John Boyega for Mister Blonde Alexander Skarsgård, for Mister Pink Kristalia, for Mister Blue Ben Foster, for Mister Brown Bobby Lee, for Joe Holt McCallany, and for Nice Guy Eddie Jonah Hill. And um, again, it, it's it's very it seems very disjointed. I think but... it's perfect. I think it's your best cast so far. Really, yeah. I think it's great. Wow, thank you.
0: Yeah, because the thing is, um, the thing about this movie, if you watch the uh, the first scene, the first scene is awkward when right they're not on the other side of this horrible calamity. Um, uh-huh. The first scene is awkward. They're kind of talking over each other. They're arguing a little bit. They're sort of getting to know each other. Right. But after that, they all have chemistry because the emotions are so heightened right. and i can see all of these guys playing into that right. um where they've dispensed with all the pleasantries of normal social interaction and they're just kind of yelling at each other um and uh, and i can definitely see all of these guys getting into that um, right so yeah i think it's great yeah it's a great Thanks. cast
1: thank you I
0: kind of don't want to do mine now because I don't think my <laughs> my backup is as good. But all right, here don't we go. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'll do this quickly. Uh, Mr. White, uh, Jamie Foxx. And the reason that I mm-hmm. thought of Jamie Foxx is because I feel like Mr. White is the center of the spectrum where his character in Baby Driver is on one end and his character in Collateral is on the other. Yeah um and mr white is in the middle and i just i don't think we've seen him play the middle of that spectrum yet and i and i, I think he'd be really good at it
1: yeah totally
0: mr orange is a little bit of a cheat because this guy's actually dead um but i went with <laughs> anton yelchin uh, okay because uh, yeah. uh other than that that scene at the diner the first thing you see with mr orange is him gut shot in the back of a car and mm-hmm. he has to have that like kicked puppy quality where you instantly want him to survive without knowing anything about him and i totally think anton can do that yeah um mr blonde chris evans okay yeah he's been captain america for so long but his Mm -hmm. first roles were not another teen movie and scott pilgrim (laughs) versus the world and he was a dick in both of those movies i love not another movie too it's so painful <laughs> but so oh, so good um but yeah so i think getting back to that kind of in uh in aggressive jock insanity um yep. a little a little more energetic a uh, mr blonde i think but uh but mm-hmm. still i think he could cut loose a little bit i'm gonna yep. save mr pink because i think that's my most controversial uh, okay. Mr. Blue Woody Harrelson again I just think a guy who could make a really strong mm. impression with two lines. Yeah. Mr. Brown uh LaKeith Stanfield um who LaKeith Stanfield was the the mind controlled black guy from Get Out. Okay. He's kind of only in that one scene. Um he gets kidnapped at the beginning and then he's at the party and he's talking like an old white man. Um, and that's basically it but uh but I think uh he he I don't know he has a quality that I just really like and again Mr. Brown is a character who has one monologue to make an impression and I think I just think Lakeith Stanfield could do something really good with it
1: yeah definitely
0: um and then uh again nice guy Eddie is Pete Davidson uh Joe uh Cabot uh Wes Studi um, I just love him, and uh, he usually plays a good guy. Um, but he's got a certain mob boss quality to him. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who West Studi is?
1: Yeah, he's uh, he plays all the um, all the Native Americans, all the Native, yeah, all the Native American guys from like the well, I was gonna say from the nineties, but I mean, he's pretty much the yeah, the Native American bad guy, Magua, Magua and Last of the Mohicans. Yep.
0: And, uh, yeah, he's, just, he's got an intensity and uh, and an authority that I that I would like for Joe. Mm-hmm. Pete Davidson being his son doesn't make any sense at all, but whatever. Uh, this is the <laughs> cast that doesn't
1: make sense. So Pete Davidson is a weird-looking guy, so he could be <laughs> anybody's son. Sure. Just give him a tan and maybe he could... <laughs> right. Um, okay. And then Mr. Pink, I cast
0: a woman. I cast um, Chantel Van Santen, who... The only thing I could think of that you would know her from is she was on a few episodes of The Flash. She was uh the, the forensic tech that uh Barry is briefly into.
1: Okay. Hmm. I
0: don't know if you but um hmm. she is a she's a badass. Um and okay. uh, I think there's something interesting about the idea that Mr. Pink is is ostensibly the only person who survives the movie. Again, mm-hmm. hashtag spoiler alert. Um, yeah.
1: But doesn't get away. Yeah.
0: Yeah. As far as we know, um, he does. He does probably get caught. Um, but I mean, it sounds like he gets caught. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I think the idea of a woman being the only one who survives the movie is interesting. Mm hmm. I also think that in the scene where Mr. White clocks Mr. Pink in the face, um, and then he pulls a gun on Mr. White from the floor, yeah. would be really interesting to see a woman do that. Yeah. Uh, I also think it would be really interesting, just again, the, the social dynamics of of her continuing to be called Mr. Pink. Um, right, they're all still Mister, even though one of them is a woman, and,
1: and yep. obviously I thought about doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, obviously, Reservoir Dogs has respect for, for women thieves because they mention Bama from True Romance, um, mm-hmm. and they talk about her in a positive way. So, even though it's it's definitely the cast of Reservoir Dogs is is a sausage fest, um, right. it doesn't it doesn't have to be. Um, right, there's nothing that says that a woman can't be part of this little dysfunctional family. So, um, so yeah, so I thought that if, and if there's a character who it makes sense to be a woman, I think it's Mr. Pink, um, the voice of reason, you know? Right. Uh, so yeah, I, I, that's, those are my, if I could cast them in a vacuum and they didn't have to make sense with each other, those, those would have been the, the people that I cast.
1: Yeah. I like that. But man, yours is so good. The Bobby Lee (laughs) is just inspired. I was, I was, when I came up, when I, when I thought of that one, cause again, I, and I actually, I actually went on YouTube and, and just looked up Reservoir Dogs opening scene mm-hmm. and just to hear Tarantino, you know, go through that, that monologue or I guess not much of a monologue, but just, you know, his explanation yeah. of the Madonna song and that kind of stuff. And I was like, man, who could do that? Who could do this? Who could do this, and then again, just be one of those background guys who doesn't have much going on the rest of the film, and um, oh, and who who also could be like, well, at least you're not Mr. Brown. It's like Mr. Shit, yeah. you know. <laughs> like, and I could imagine Bobby Lee saying that yeah, too. Totally. You know? <laughs>
0: yeah, and and in my head, like, there's Quentin Tarantino. I think is trying to play it cool in that scene. But yeah. in my head, like, Bobby Lee, like, gets up and sits on his foot. And he's, like, kind of leaning over the table and rocking back and forth like a kid. Like, he's trying to explain something. And he's kind of got this energy to it. Um, right. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I just, oh, man, it would kill.
1: He would kill that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I really like, th- I think that's the pick that I like the most. I think that and Alexander Skarsgård are my favorite Excellent, my picks. excellent choices. Um. Yeah. So those are those
0: are our casts for um a a fan cast of Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to vote. Uh. But I encourage you to vote for Jeffs because it's the best. Um, <laughs> so pick Jeffs as the winner. Uh. And uh, what should we fan cast next week, Jeff? Do you have any ideas? I do have one. It's it's okay. a classic movie. Um. Like Reservoir Dogs. Um, even even classicer in in the sense that it's older. Classicer. classicer. but it's a good I think it's a good ensemble film, okay, which is uh, stand by me. Ooh, yeah, yeah, let's do stand by me. okay, cool. So I think obviously the four boys and um, older uh, older Gordy um, mm-hmm. and then Ace. Uh, I don't know if we need to go into the other any other characters. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, Maybe Denny. Do you want to do Denny? Gordy's older brother. He's kind of important to the story even though he only has that one scene. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So the four boys plus older Gordy Ace and Denny. So those seven
1: characters. I like that. I like this because I'm gonna it's been a long time since I've sat down and watched it. Oh, it's so good. And so I'm going to go back and watch it's it again cuz so cuz it's great film. Yeah. I love I
0: love the um the campfire scene where they're <laughs> uh the narrator older Gordy's like they talked into the night. The kind of talk that seems important until you discover girls. <laughs> All the things <laughs> that they're talking about are are just like Honestly, the things that now that we've discovered girls, but we've both been married for like 10 years, that the things we still talk about. right. <laughs> what the hell is goofy? And <laughs> a wagon train never gets anywhere.
1: <laughs> so great.
0: All right, well, yeah, we'll be back next week with our fan casts of Stand By Me. We hope you guys tune in and we hope you've enjoyed. Uh, this episode of Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm Paul. I'm Jeff. And we will see you guys later. Bye. Fantastic. 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 Fantastic.